This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy as usual, Eric Bradley. And today we're talking to Chase McNary. You guys might know Chase from season 12 of The Bachelorette, season 6 of VIP, or a couple MTV shows, The Challenge, as well as X on the Beach. We catch up with Chase on what it's like living outside of the spotlight, his new job out in Arizona, and his new girlfriend. But first, I won some money this week. I won some money this week on the Derby. Never won horse races before in my life, but I picked Medina Spirit. Got the dub. Got the dub. Uh, it, was, it felt good. felt good to win. What were the odds on on him this weekend? And twelve to one. Well, way to uh, bring yourself into the show. <laughs> Here, but first, let's talk about me. <laughs> it's always about Blake. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was twelve to one odds, and I'll be completely honest. I had no idea. I just picked him. There was no, there was no reason, rhyme or reason why. Uh, but I picked him, and I told a couple other people to pick him too. And uh, yeah, I got the dub, so I won like twenty four hundred bucks or something like that. So felt good. Not a bad day. I don't think uh, I saw one bit of the race. I was just gonna say, can we talk about uh, how much we overdrank? We <laughs> we uh yeah, what yeah, you just disappeared. So I fucking Irish and I don't Irish goodbye, guys. I mean, yeah. I didn't really Irish. I told the people I told people around me, I was kinda like, hey, I'm gonna go change. And I really was planning on going back out. And then I laid down in bed and I woke up five hours later and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I woke up like 30 <laughs> missed calls, a text message from you and everybody else. I was like, oh no, I messed up. Uh, it was a fun. We were down in my high spirits. It was yeah, a fun it was day. A, it was a good day. It was nice to get dressed up, see yeah. a bunch of friends. Kind of, it was kind of like a private party. Yeah, it's a little different than last year. Yeah, well, last year we did that whole thing at my uncle's house with NBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird not having TV cameras around. Yeah, we didn't have any TV cameras around this year, so that was actually kind of nice. I didn't realize the quick turnaround. Like that was in September. Yeah, it was super. That's why I was confused when people were talking derby party. I was like, wait, what? But they pushed it back like, last we just year. Just do that. Yeah, yeah, they pushed it back last year. But yeah, it felt felt good to kind of like I like I brought out the suspenders bow tie again for the first time in a while. That's yeah. felt good. Yeah, felt good. Um, but it was a fun weekend. Yeah, shout out to my high spirits. Put on a good party. So, um, so did I. And Eric and Taji, uh, <laughs> you guys put on a, a great party, and it was hot as hell down here. In Denver. It was actually really oh. hot. It went from eighty two to. I think looking outside right now, it's 30 and rain. Supposed to get nice over the weekend, but we won't be well, here. We will not be here. We won't be here, baby. Me and E are going to Cabo, Mexico. I'm excited. Um, it's going to be an interesting trip. It will least. be. Yeah, it's Ben Higgins' batch party. It's going to be a very eclectic group of people. <laughs> yes, it's going to be. We have like, I think, seven bachelor from the show people going. Um, a bunch of Ben's friends from back home, some Ben's friends from Denver. And Blake's buddy, Eric, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and Ebrad. If anything, you'll probably know every single person there. I'll probably be one of the few that knows every person, yes. It's going to be an interesting weekend. Honestly, I think you and me might be the only single people. Yeah. Everybody else is wiped up. So if there's a sock on the door, 
Because <laughs> I'm guessing you and I are, they're probably putting us in the same room. Yeah, they're probably putting us in the same room. And yeah, it's just 30, well, not maybe quite 30 dudes, 25 dudes. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun little week uh, down in yeah. Mexico. It's going to actually be relaxing because, I mean, if you know Ben Higgins, it's not going to be a, it's not a party. So yeah, it's going to be chill. It's going to be, you know, some Bible studies, a lot of coffee drinking, <laughs> little golf, pray, little 6 a.m. prayers going into the, going before the golf course and, yeah, I'll be just getting home from the club, and when you got when Ben is, uh, we'll be just getting home from the club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ben yeah. is doing his prayer. <laughs> I actually, I don't know any clubs in Cabo. I haven't been to Cabo in fifteen, sixteen. I think years, we're just so. going to be street walkers down there. So. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't. It's actually, I think it's going to be a really relaxing trip. Like, Same. I don't think it's going to be wild. Yeah, I'm, which I'm looking forward to. A lot of just like laying out. Um, we're going to do some snorkeling, some golf, and a lot of probably some some tequilas, some margaritas on the beach. So yep. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So batch people, it's going to be. Me, Wells, obviously Higgins. There you go. Always got to start yourself off first, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> Higgins, um, Jared, Dean, Nick Vial, and is that it? Maybe uh, just six of us. Believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. those are all the best people. But yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend. So we'll we'll have a lot to talk about when we get yeah. back. I think I'm gonna try to stir the pot a little bit with you and Nick. I'm just saying. That's what Eric I always think. fucking does. Oh, but we may not be on social media a lot, guys. <laughs> just we'll, we'll throw that out there. We'll, yeah, so I'll come back with some stories for you guys. Yeah, yeah, we won't be able to post a lot, so we'll come back and you'll have to listen to our podcast uh, next week. But yeah, we'll have some stories. It's going to be a fun trip. All right, coming up, our chat with Chase McNary, Behind the Rose. Chase, thanks for coming on, dude. What's up? What's up? How are you, man? Miss you. Miss you out here in Denver, man. I miss Denver. I'm, I'm almost, I feel like I'm out of practice for this podcast thing. So <laughs> I had to dial in. It's been a few. Been a few, man. How long have you been out there now? Yeah, I moved uh, moved to Arizona in September last year. Oh, so. shit. So, I mean, yeah, over half a year. Yeah, because I was trying to think the last time I saw you, I don't even think I remember being there, but I was so blacked out at the Grizzly Rose. The Grizzly Rose. I remember that night. I just too. disappeared. <laughs> That was when they were like barely allowing people in there, but we still went. Yeah, it was it was still that was before they got shut down for the second time. But yeah, yeah. dude, I remember I forgot about that, Eric. That's probably the drinkers I've ever seen you at Scurzy Rose. I was very overserved. Actually, yeah, you were. I've been drinking these new things out here. So Topo Chicos. Yeah, look what I got right here. They call them ranch waters out here. Yeah, mm. I heard it out here the first time. Yeah, you do like a shot of tequila in there with a little bit of lime juice and fresh agave, and it's I'm hooked on them. I have to try that. Yeah, man. So we haven't seen you since September, dude. Shit. So let me get this right. You basically got not a new job. You got like a promotion, right? Basically, you got a promotion from the job you're right here. Yeah, I got I got hired with the intents of moving to Arizona, essentially. Oh. You know, there was some like hearsay about if I could stay in Denver because I wanted to stay in Denver. Um, and obviously, Revel Social was still kind of my mm. my bread and butter back then. Um, so, I, you know, I got hired over a year ago. and It was February a year ago when I got hired at this job. Um, and it's a company that I've been, you know, close with for years. I mean, they tried to hire me back in 2014 before I went on TV and all that stuff. So a couple of my good buddies worked there. And then just the right opportunity, the right time. You know, I wasn't making any money at Revel. It was really just a, a, mm. a pipe dream for Revel to become something that COVID right. crushed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, took the job, and then uh, they moved me out to Arizona, and I'm pretty much running uh, running the show out here right now. So what is it exactly you do? Like, what is your job title? I essentially renovate the exterior multifamily home. So it's not, it's not glorious, but it's actually pretty fun. It's pretty yeah. cool. Like, renovation thing, we do a lot of exterior paints, 
roofing, stucco repair, metal repair, life and safety things. And it's not, it's not like small residential properties. Like I just caught my biggest job out here. I'm doing a, it's a student housing place for uh, U of A in Phoenix. So it's two eight story buildings. Um, and I'm doing like swing staging and painters and all the kit and caboodle. So I've got to get the city permits and it's pretty fun. I mean, I, I enjoy it. And yeah. I'm the only one out here with my company as far as the salesmanship goes. So I uh, kind of get to grow this territory to whatever I want it to be. Back to the normal life, man. How is that transition? Because honestly, it's terrifying for me. Like it's going to be terrifying for me when I transition back to like, a be honest, dude, it, it was like, <laughs> it was terrifying for me too. And it, and it takes a, it took a big pill to swallow to be like, you know, you're stepping away from the limelight and getting back mm -hmm. to reality. But I've never been better. Like yeah. this past year has been the best year since going on the show. It feels like I'm finally back on track to where I should have been with kind of a direction in mind. Yeah. You know, like kind of floating around after that show, I always had some cool things going on. You get to experience so much fun stuff, meet so many cool people. You know, I started a bar in Denver, Colorado. I mean, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a, a clothing line. I, you know, I was doing Instagram stuff. I, you know, all sorts of good things, but none of it was like, really my passion. It always kind of felt like I was just getting pushed around by the limelight. And, you know, now I'm able to really dial in focus, get in routine, have a job, have a consistent paycheck, have the benefits. Um, you know, I, I've got a girlfriend now. She moved in with me too. Yeah, I was going to say, you also found love in the last year. You know, it's all just kind of amounted to getting back to where I think I would have been had I not taken a good four-year hiatus being a reality TV guy. Do you think so? Interesting question. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm like not going paradise this year and like things like that. Like I'm figuring out like what the next step is for me. So do you think like, do you regret your time, you know, that you had those four years where you're just kind of like experiencing things and kind of trying to do a lot of different things? Or do you think you learned from it? I wouldn't say regret is the right word. I, you know, there's definitely things I do regret uh, like MTV and, you know, some of the decisions I, I wish I wouldn't have made or I did make, but no, I, the whole time I, you know, it's something we, been able to do things that are once in a lifetime opportunities that nobody will ever get to do. And most of the time they're paid for. So for those things, you know, I look back with a huge heart of gratitude and grateful for all the fans and the experiences and the people I met, the places I got to go, um, all those things, you know, they'll, they'll stick with me forever. And we've got stories to tell and everybody's always interested to hear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. out. You were on the bachelorette bachelor. I mean, it's, it's always a great icebreaker even in the industry I'm in now, people don't recognize me, which is kind of nice because, you know, I, I got to use my real personality, not just my face to, to land jobs. <laughs> but when they do find out, everybody's curious, no matter who they are. I mean, everybody wants to know how it goes. Yeah, I'd say anywhere I go, if they don't, you know, recognize me in the word, you like literally start seeing people whisper about it. And they're like, he's from The Bachelorette. You know, you slowly start to see it like at a barbecue or whatever. And everybody just comes up to you eventually. And is like, bro, you got to tell me, like, what is it? Is it real? Like, is it real? You know, like yeah. all those kind of questions. So it is, it's just like a cool, like campfire story that like you'll be able to tell the rest of your life. So it's slowed down a lot because obviously you're not out in public as much during the whole quarantine lockdown and stuff. But I was just in a golf tournament down in Tucson, Arizona, had to stay down there. Me and my buddy went out. Um, U of A is in Tucson. And we ended up going to a, a bar called O'Malley's and, you know, I'm like, there's no way I'm not going to get recognized. Right. But I also went like, maybe I want, like, it's been five years. I, I'm pretty sure people in college don't really recognize me still, but no, we walk into this bar and there's probably 30 or 40 sorority girls in there all dressed as grandmas. 
because they're having a grandma mob party and sure it only takes one of them to recognize That's you before it just snowballs it wild, wildfire and then all of a sudden you're doing a, an appearance again at a bar <laughs> shaking hands <laughs> kissing babies like doing that yeah because yeah, it, it is wild to think about like i mean you have like four or five generations that watch the show like you know daughters are watching it with moms moms with their moms now their grandmas yeah. like your fan base is incredible it's it's really nuts how long it's been since the show and how long the notoriety has lasted it is really crazy because i remember when i first got off the show you, you talk to alumni you try and get an idea and everybody's like even when i got off the show at the time everybody was like dude it's it's quick like you got to make your money when you make it. it doesn't last long but i'm like now i'm starting to be like no it lasts longer than you think like it really yeah. does like it's crazy like i know there are people still making easily six figures on instagram that were like you know way back you know it's kind of crazy yeah. how long it lasts and doing appearances still like still doing appearances and stuff. well and i i'd like to I don't know for sure, but I kind of like to think that you, my season, your season, our kind of era of the bachelorette is, is really like kind of a, a, the golden standard of what it is. I mean, now it's becoming almost oversaturated and everybody's starting to see it for more than just the, the fantasy love show that it should have been. Definitely more negative these days than when you guys were on for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, we got, you know, a lot of people love the show because, for the show now a lot of people are watching the show or, or hating on the show for other and, and all sorts of reasons and you even saw it i've talked we talked about it a little bit this last season man like seeing man even the following instagram wise and like just like social media wise it isn't there anymore man it just kind of like it's taking a bit of a nosedive so i just i don't know if people are losing interest or i don't know man it's kind of been interesting to watch it's because the pool of castmates now is so big that the hardcore fans, you know, they can't follow us all and, and be invested in all of us because there's so many of us. Yeah. So they kind of get to pick and choose their own. And I think that the younger generation is moving beyond the show. I think the show's yeah. almost outgrown its shoes at this point in time. And going on the show, I, I don't know if you're going to get the same following or, or fortune and fame that, you know, you, mm -hmm. you did all the guys that are over a million followers and, you know, the six figure mm -hmm. checks, the Tyler Camerons. Colton, yeah. I mean, those guys are, you know, still crushing on Instagram and I just, I don't see that happening. No, I don't either. And I, I, I made a fucking comment the other day on my Instagram and shit blew up about also like the show, maybe, you know, kind of seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, like kind of having being ending soon, but it's kind of interesting. I saw somebody post the other day. They said something like, I wish they would make a rule now where like, can't have a deal for three years. They can't do an appearance for three years. And blah, blah. I'm like, honestly, without any of that, I don't know if people would go on the show anymore. Like, I don't yeah. know if it's worth going on the show if you don't get yeah. the at least paradise for sure it's not worth now bachelor bachelorette maybe because i do still think you can find somebody i mean we both fell in love in that environment like you yeah. can fall in that environment but like why would you do another show if there's no you know like money in it you know like yeah. why just slide into dms bro you have a blue check mark now <laughs> like yeah yeah you can meet those people anyway you know so it's gonna be interesting next like year to two years to see what's gonna happen with the show it's, it's gonna be a sit back and watch for sure yeah We'll have to wait and see. This last year has been huge for you, man. So I want to get into love life. I want to get into the lady friend uh, right after this. All right, Chase. So yeah, let's let's talk about this. So how long have you been dating? Okay. First of all, I'm pissed I haven't met her. Have you met her, Eric? I don't think I did meet her. My memory is blurry. I remember I was supposed to maybe come up and go boating with you one weekend, and then it ended up not happening. Doing something up at Grand Lake. Grand Lake, Was that yeah. 4th of July last year? Uh, no, that would have been Memorial Day. Memorial, Memorial Day. 
Yeah, and so we were talking yeah. about doing that, but I never made it up there. So I haven't made it yet. So we're gonna come out to Scottsdale at some point though this yeah. summer. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, we'll we'll be performing out there at some yeah, point yeah. this summer. Well, yeah, you better you better let me know. I I, I think I texted Blake the other day that uh, I ran into Ben Higgins in a grocery store parking lot, and I was like, this what? guy would show up in Scottsdale and not even tell me. And I called him. I was like, Ben, and he was like, Oh my god, <laughs> like I always forget you live here. I'm like, Yeah, man. That's pretty. What uh, the hell was Ben doing in Scottsdale? I wonder. He was here for a bachelor party, so he was uh, a bunch of dudes in there. He you can't football. miss him either. He's probably got his wool socks up to his knees, wearing boots and shorts. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. How did you and your your lady meet, man? How did you and Ellie meet? So the story goes: quarantine hits, and obviously uh, everyone's kind of glued to their phone, and, and the old TikTok starts rolling around. And I really wasn't much of a guy to DM girls, but. She popped up on the TikTok and then I watched a couple of them and they make it really easy to go from TikTok to Instagram. So I went right over to her Instagram and I was like, this girl's pretty rad. Like, you know, just pictures of her Jeep, pictures with her dog, um, pictures out hiking, shooting guns, fishing, you know, it wasn't the, the standard like ass out trying to thirst trap right. get attention kind of girl, but also gorgeous and, and normal. So shot her message that related to the, the TikTok that I saw and we just started chatting. Um, we just kind of started chatting and never really stopped. Um, and then Damn, it became, cool. then it became like, uh, let's FaceTime. So we started FaceTiming and then I was like, all right, if this keeps going for another like week, I'll fly you out here. And it just, it got, kept going, got better and better. So then I bought her a ticket. She came to Denver for the weekend. Um, and it was just an incredible weekend together. I mean, nothing felt forced, felt just organic and real with her. And then since then it's just gotten better and better. Because I remember you guys were pretty much alternating weekends. Yeah, we. it took us about a month before I was like, I'm going to make this girl my girlfriend, you know, and then I did that. That video. That was the cutest thing ever, by the way. <laughs> Everybody go look at that. Is it on your Instagram still? Yeah, it's on my Instagram. It still picks up some traction every once in a while. Really? Oh, that's cool. What did you do? Basically, you put a paper on her back, right? So, well, yeah, Ellie had a big old ring light in her apartment. So I set up the ring light. She came out. She was like showering. I was like, hey, come here. I want you to do this. And she had a big old mirror. Um, so I put her in the mirror. I, I set up the phone perfect so you could see her face in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And I taped. It actually was a paper towel. And I grabbed a Sharpie. And I was like, I want you to write what I'm writing on your back, but write it on the mirror. She's like, okay. So I did a big G. She couldn't figure out the capital, so I had to go lowercase or something it was you know i had to get it we, there's a little if you watch it closely there's a, a little, little edit <laughs> um so i did a g an f and a question mark um and essentially that was that was the date that asked to be my girlfriend yeah it's pretty cool seeing her like realize i guess yeah. she was like right drawing it on the on the mirror she was like yeah. oh yeah you know it, it felt good to kind of go public with a girlfriend i'm sure you get it blake i mean there's oh, so yeah. many you know just everybody kind of assumes you fall into this trap of like being a, a fuck boy or whatnot after the show. Cause there's so many of us that have done things like that, but actually going public with a girlfriend really helped me focus with intent. And once you have a tent with somebody, things just started to fall into place with us. So yeah. um, then we went every other weekend, you know, we were just like, whatever it takes, no matter how much the tickets are going to cost, let's just try and go every other weekend. I think we went once where we had to go three weeks without seeing each other. But for the most part, we stayed about every two weeks and then uh, moved to Arizona. And then we just kind of set a, a goal for her to come out. And you literally couldn't write a better 
story of, of how she ended up getting out here too. Yeah. How did that happen? Cause I remember her like seeing that she moved out there. I was like, Whoa, wait a minute. I was like, now they're, it all happened really fast. Yeah. So she, uh, yeah, she had a really kick-ass job working for a private social club out in Nashville. Um, and one of the potential members, uh, kind of poached her it was like, you know what, you have the, a fantastic personality. And, and uh, you know, he obviously got to know her pretty well cause she was trying to sell him a membership. And he's like, if you, want to come work for me i can move you to arizona and you can live with your boyfriend we have an office out there so she was able to to get a new job um working remotely from arizona and it's with a wealth management company so she's out here learning a whole new world too and oh so it's like a completely different industry even completely different industry so ellie she opened up two bars on on broadway in nashville so she came from like the bar industry and did all that she was like an agm of, of a couple bars down there and then moved into the um, private social club. And now she's in the financial industry. So she's learning it all. And we're just, just a happy little family with a dog out here right now and thriving in Arizona. Honestly, it pisses me off watching your stories. I'm like, this fucking guy's happy <laughs> as shit. I'm depressed as fuck out here in Denver all alone. Like, you're like, there's just one big happy Look, family. You gotta settle down, man. You gotta find yourself a good one. I don't know if they're in. I don't know if they're in Denver. I'll be honest. I, I, <laughs> I think you're, you're you're gonna piss off a lot of people saying. <laughs> Denver girls tighten up, you know. Well, uh... Tighten up, three hundred three. No, I feel like I've 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 honestly. Uh, I think it's pretty dry out here for me at this point. No offense, Dad. I love Denver women. Denver women, I love you. But um... Denver's a very small <laughs> city. <laughs> you just got to stretch far and wide, I guess, or just see one, pick one, and. Like I said, you know, having that intention with somebody makes a huge difference. Yeah. No, it does. I mean, that's gotta be a cool feeling. I haven't I haven't felt that dude in a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> like years. I haven't felt that. So it's gotta be a pretty cool feeling. And so you guys are living, you guys have been living together for a few months now. Yeah. She moved in and redecorated the whole place. That's why I got <laughs> nice like frame. I was gonna say, look at you behind you. You got a nice wine rack, a plant. I know that didn't know you even <laughs> it's alive, it's not dead. Yeah. Like, oh, that is a that is a real plant. That's a real plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh a cactus look at that that's cool man so honestly how is it so i i lived with a girl once years ago man when i was like 23 24 uh how is it living with a girl man because i mean when was the last time you did that if ever never oh, i've never man. this is the first girlfriend i've ever lived with so well sean was like a girlfriend though right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah. a sean dig yes <laughs> just kidding, a sean. sean dig yeah sean was like a girlfriend but none of the benefits just all the roommate <laughs> stuff no, it's uh, it's been great, man. It's been fantastic, really. I mean, the biggest thing we decided early on was like communication. Just, just you got to talk about it because neither of us. She, she lived with the guy before, um, but I hadn't. I was like, you know, this is big for me. You're really moving into my space. I've been living alone for the last six, seven years, essentially. I guess outside of roommates, but um, you know, it's really intertwining your lives. Like finding room in the closet figuring out how you're going to do groceries, who's going to like clean up what, who's going to do laundry. Like all that stuff is where the, the real relationship gets tested and we're, we're killing it right now. So happy for you, man. Yeah. Cause that's a deal breaker, man. Moving in with a woman, it either is like, Oh, I'm more in love with this person or I fucking hate this girl. Like, yeah. It's like one or the other, man. I've been eating good. We got a whole <laughs> good system down. She cooks. She's a great cook and I clean. I mean, that's what it is. So. I mean, so you know the next question then, right? Like when you put a ring on it, man, when are you going to put that ring on it? <laughs> I mean, you, you're tending to move very fast, so it's got to be by the end of this year. We're going to do a year living together. Um, obviously, you know, this this isn't 
a re- I'm not here to waste time. So that is, mm-hmm. is the ultimate plan. I mean, especially like with both of you kind of more or less starting a new job too. Like that's still kind of like, you know, you're still in the infancy of like your new position. So you yeah. never know what can happen there and stuff. So, and her company is amazing. My company is fantastic. We're um, just walking, walking the right line for, yeah. for a cool, like all American future. Dude, how's Scottsdale? I love Scottsdale, but man, it is hot. It's like, you're just now getting your first summer basically. Right. I did a year out here when I was hiding out from the world after MTV. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I mean, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just yeah. Been there. away from everybody, but it's good. You got to come out. I got an extra bedroom. Yeah, dude, I'd love to. Um, yeah. We're going to do some pool parties out there. We're going to do some pool parties. There are some pool yeah. parties in the works right now. And then, yeah, yeah maybe, we'll be back out there soon. Maybe your girl's in Scottsdale. You don't know. Maybe, Maybe does Ellie got any friends? Does she got any friends out there yet? That like, you know, they are frequently visiting. She has more friends visiting us than I do right now. <laughs> so <laughs> when we find a weekend, we're gonna we're gonna all coordinate. I just want to get out there and play some golf, especially with Fuji out there. Yeah, we'll be out there soon or something. But yeah, man, I mean, so where where exactly do you live in Scottsdale? Is that like outside of town? Do you live near down? Like I'm up north. I'm in north. Okay. It's considered North Scottsdale, so about 20 minutes north of like the old town entertainment district. Okay. So I was out there recently. Well, not recently, like months before you moved out there. No, I think I was out there, but you were out of town. I was yeah. out there, but you were out of town. That's right. Yeah. I, I played a golf tournament out there. Your DJ game's back in uh, back in action, right? Oh yeah, man. We've it's been starting to pick up. Pick up. We got Chicago and Denver this week, and then we got yeah, Austin fucking. So I remember you had a bunch kind of lined up right before COVID shut everything down, and then it was like, oh, just you know, <laughs> yeah. you were getting you were that finally like getting good at it and getting. Yeah, I know. And... I mean, I had my first gig in Denver since Revel Social St. Patty's Day. That was the last one right before COVID. Where we, where was... we gave like ninety percent of the town COVID. I think yeah, super I spreader. Think that was the uh, super spreader. We we did herd immunity that day. We just yeah, got it out of the way. Man. I don't think at that point we even really knew like what exactly was happening because <laughs> it was so early. Yeah. And literally two days later, the whole world shut down. We were like, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> the line was insane. I remember the yeah. line. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. The line was like three blocks. This went from what? A 7,500, 10,000 person event to yeah. five, 400? 500. Yeah. 400 yeah. people. Yeah. Exactly. So. Definitely closed at the right time though. Like Revel shut down at the beginning of COVID. Like if you would have tried to make it work for a long time, dude, who knows what? I mean, I don't think they really gave you a a chance choice, really yeah. like your the landlord situation and everything like oh they were already coming after us for rent we were already you know shut down it just it wasn't gonna work yeah so we yeah we closed it down in july of, of 2020 um you know and a lot of other bars and restaurants struggled through the next like six nine months just to close mm-hmm. out even lose even more money so yeah exactly yeah we did get out at the right time it's sad um but it was a cool. It was a cool chapter. It was a good, cool yeah. year and a half, two year chapter. Yeah, we had a we had a great run. Yeah, I had some good nights at Revel. We had several good nights. We were just talking about my thirtieth birthday the other day. <laughs> that was a that was a night. Oh, yeah, I've never felt more like a like a zoo animal than at your thirtieth birthday. <laughs> I remember how we set up we set up a stanchion right around the DJ booth, and all of us just had that stretch, and it was just girls pressed yeah, up against pressed the stanchion, up. just. Dude, there was still a video that went viral that night where I was like leaning backwards against the rope and I was like taking a picture with somebody and a girl fucking put her hands down my pants and it went viral and everybody was like, see, women do it too. Women can't grope. It was like that whole thing. I remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. I, do, I think I remember that. Oh, it was good times at Revel. And like Eric said, it's still for rent, man. It's still for lease. Like nobody's. Oh, I know. I get people, every time people drive by that sign, I get snaps of it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that, well, that location's got a big black axe on it no one's gonna take that not only that the residents above can just 
Oh, I remember. Someone from the back, I can't remember which girl it was, but they dumped water on her. They dumped something on her. Uh, Tia. Tia, that's her. Yeah, Tia got on yes. Tia. Yes, one of the residents above like dumped a bucket of water on Tia. I don't know I if it was a coincidence. Whoa, I had never heard that story. Holy yeah, shit. we were standing out front, like let out, like what one thirty two a.m. And next Dude, thing you know, was, just water just poosh, right all over. It was constant, constant battle with the residents above, which yeah. you know I kind of empathize, but I was also trying to run a business, so it was like they they just it just became like a battle man well uh yeah man uh, thanks for coming on dude it was good catching up with you we miss you out here in Den- a lot of people miss you out here in denver dude. yeah yeah i miss denver too i need to i need to come out for sure yeah you haven't been um, back yeah because you? your fam's still out here right the mom and well everybody. yeah my parents are renovating their home so not really right now but mm-hmm. obviously you know i'll come crash when dude in fact back. what are you doing Memorial Day weekend dude uh as of today just made plans we're doing, yeah, we're taking the boat out here on Lake Pleasant. Oh, that'd be nice. Sam, I'm, I'm throwing, we're supposed to be 100% and we're uh, doing a big DJ gig out here for more of the big, weekend. Big so. DJ gig. Well, make sure something comes comes to uh, fruition down here in Scottsdale. Oh, oh. Tell you what, man, it's cool to see you happy and everything, man. Like, like yeah. we both kind of went through some, like you're on MTV, me and Paradise. Like we've been through some shit and we know what it's like to hide. Like I know when you said you're hiding out. I, yeah. Know, dude, oh, I there. remember, man. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I remember I, I tried to reach out. I was like, man, Blake just want to hug the guy because i know what it- i remember you went down to paradise you were there for was it like a week you came back and you're like blake is not okay because <laughs> yeah, you were down there for chris and crystal's wedding and you're like yeah blake's a mess so i appreciate that because i remember you reaching out and then we chatted one night at revel i came out for i came out of my hiding for like one night yeah we chatted for a little bit at revel yeah so so man it's cool to see you happy and everything man and yeah. like well, I appreciate it. No, thank you guys for letting me jump on and kind of tell my uh, my catch up story from the last year and year and a half. It's cool to see that, like, it, like, and other people, Bachelor Nation people that listen to this, like, it's possible to go from the show and then kind of like go back to like a regular, like, not regular, even like a just a good life without the fucking social media trolls and like all that bullshit. I mean, sure, you still get it occasionally, but like, yeah, it's just like you can kind of go back. Another, I mean, another touch on that is I've really just kind of stopped caring about the social media stuff to be honest it's like a second business i post to keep people updated i post the fun stuff still doing a few ads little side hustle here and there um but my following's dropping you know super fast people just don't so it is what it is uh that's why i've kind of set my eyes on the on the future with what is real and what's going to last well cool we'll see you soon dude we'll let you know i'll definitely we'll get some on the calendar we'll let you know and then we can plan accordingly we'll keep kicking ass on the podcast for sure appreciate it yeah, appreciate yeah. it always here to support so let all me right know. dude well we'll see you soon good to see you man all right, yes sir thanks for listening everyone be sure to follow our instagram at behind the rose podcast don't forget to subscribe comment like and give us all five of those damn stars Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.